0: This episode of Peer to Peer is brought to you by City Peer Seafood, a direct-to-consumer lifestyle brand bringing the freshest, cleanest, and most sustainably sourced seafood in the world to tables across America. But that's not all. City Peer also brings fresh ideas, recipes, tips from expert chefs and foodies, interesting articles, brands, and more. So here we go. Welcome to the first episode of Peer to Peer. My name is Ross Hutchins, and I have the distinct pleasure of introducing this podcast and introducing you to Nora Candido, a registered dietitian who will be the host of Peer to Peer. Before we bring on Nora, let me first start by introducing you to City Peer Seafood. At our very core, City Peer is not just a business that sells seafood, not at all. We're a lifestyle brand that's committed to helping people live healthier lives and creating memorable experiences. Everything from engaging family dinners and fabulous dinner parties to culinary jam sessions with your friends and kids. And we do this by providing the ingredients for your memorable moments and simplify your lives by educating you and giving you access to the freshest seafood in the world. The City Peer team has decades of experience in the seafood industry, and with that expertise comes a very high standard. We're committed to seeking the best way to efficiently, ethically, and safely source and process everything we sell and every single member of our team is empowered to advocate for our customers. At the end of the day, everything we do is for our customers and we are looking for the best ways to engage, encourage, and support them. It's our hope that our customers find value in having a relationship with us because we're different. We go the extra mile, offering not only the best and freshest seafood you can buy, but also time-saving tips, recipe ideas, added value offers, information, and more. We're on a relentless pursuit for customer satisfaction, and this podcast is just one of the elements we look forward to using to help us accomplish this. Lastly, our business was born on the water. We have a love of the sea, an appreciation for nature, and the knowledges of ethical and responsible fishing standard that have shaped who we are and who we choose for business partners. So, that's a brief background about City Pier. Now, let me introduce you to Nora.
1: Thanks so much, Ross.
0: So, Nora, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school, what you're doing for a living now?
1: Yeah, so I'm originally from northeastern Pennsylvania. It's a small town called Honesdale, where there are more cows than people. And after I graduated from high school, I went to Penn State to study nutrition and dietetics, And that led me to doing my clinical program in New York, where I completed it at the Bronx Veterans Hospital and got my master's at NYU at the same time. Obviously, working with a veteran population, we did not have a lot of experience working with children. So I wanted to pursue that further, and I did a small program at Texas Children's Hospital, and that inspired me to to pursue my career in pediatric nutrition. So now I am a pediatric dietitian, which is exciting, and I love what I do and I'm grateful to bring my experience here as well.
0: Now Nora, what led you to that decision in becoming a registered dietitian?
1: Yeah so when I was growing up I was actually a gymnast and we trained for over 30 hours a week which is insane looking back on it and God bless my parents for driving me to and fro but I ended up eating a lot of convenience and fast foods just because I did not have the time and then I had a lot of injuries. And I think as I got older, realizing you know fuel, nutrition are connected. And I think that if I had better fueled my body, I could have maybe prevented some of those injuries. So that certainly inspired me. And I wanted to help provide that foundation and education for others to help prevent their future injuries and just provide better quality of life, honestly. So I thought, why not pursue nutrition and be passionate? I've always loved to cook. So getting people excited about food is my sole mission.
0: When did you put the two and two together that there could be a correlation between your diet and injuries? Was this during your time as a gymnast growing up or is this something that you found as you were doing your studies?
1: Yeah, more retrospectively I would say I think knowing obviously McDonald's is not going to lead me on the healthiest path. Um, It provided me with fuel, but definitely not the right nutrients that I needed to support my bone health and become the best athlete. I I really do think that nutrition is the difference in an average athlete and an elite athlete. And I wish that I had somebody when I was doing the sport to tell me that. So again, I think it was more looking back, but definitely the realization that this is something that I could improve and, and help others improve upon as well.
0: Do you believe that there is a direct link between childhood behavioral and health issues and their diets? So issues like short attention span, behavioral issues, or even serious food allergies?
1: 100%. Absolutely. I like, could not agree with that statement more. I think behavior plays... A huge role but learning what diet and what components of the diet are better suited for your child is so important. You know, offering a well-rounded balance, everything that's only going to benefit them, but knowing that there might be certain foods or triggers that pertain to your child could help um, tone down some of those unwanted behaviors, especially around mealtimes.
0: So in your opinion, do you think there's anything that can be done in school and to educate these parents on how to address diet as a factor?
1: Absolutely. I I think I would love, honestly, to help educate kids growing up, but it's you can educate the child, but they're still going to go home and be given the foods that their parents are cooking. So it has to be both educating parent and educating the child. And I think getting kids just excited about food in general, they're then going to go home and say, mom, dad, I really want to prepare this, etc." But having parents on board and supporting and knowing how to properly nourish their child is important too, obviously.
0: I think this is going to be an awesome platform for you to really share your voice and get that information out to parents and maybe some of the children themselves. You know, it's going to be a great podcast and I think the viewers are going to love it. Um, So Nora, can you tell me what is it about City Pier that attracted you to it? How does it fit into your lifestyle?
1: Yeah. So I think the mission really speaks a lot and just being able to provide this quality of seafood to everybody's doorstep, you know that they're doing the homework for you. You can trust the brand. You know that the it's being ethically sourced. It's coming from a good place from the moment it leaves the ocean to the door, your door. I think it's being taken care of and very thoughtful throughout each step. So I'm excited to work for a brand that truly believes in their product, but being far more than just a seafood company. I think that's what truly excites me.
0: Here at City Pier Seafood, I understand that you're going to be covering an array of areas. Could you Tell me a little bit more about what you're going to be doing for City Peer.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I am honored to be City Peer's registered dietitian. And I think what that looks like here is supporting the brand as a whole, but also providing nutrition information, providing some facts, debunking myths about seafood, covering relevant topics, research, supplements, even knowing what are we getting from our food and from the seafood and how that's going to nourish your body. I'm also, like you introduced, I'm going to be the host of the Peer to Peer podcast, which I am so excited about. Again, providing learning opportunities. We're going to be interviewing people, different chefs, local brands. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. And I'm most excited about our new program that we're going to be launching in this next month. It's called Kitchen Kids. We're going to have a campaign running in the month of May. Um, but this is going to be a whole new area that City Peer Seafood is offering. We're going to be providing this specific area for kids to hopefully get excited, get involved, and learn about seafood, and hopefully start asking their parents to serve them some seafood. And this is going to be specific offerings as far as packages that we're going to provide and giving them tools and accessories to get excited about the seafood that they're hopefully going to be eating. So I'm really, really excited about the Kitchen Kids program. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we're looking forward to seeing everything you can do, whether it's uh, being the registered dietitian, the host of peer-to-peer, or being the face of Kitchen Kids. Uh, very excited to roll out these programs and looking forward to see what you can do.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's so neat that we're filling this gap. Like, this is something that is not offered, not available, and to be able to do that and and work for a company that truly believes, I'm truly honored to do that.
0: There's one question that I've been meaning to ask you. (laughs) If there was one healthy habit that you wish everybody would do, what would you suggest?
1: I love this question. (laughs) I think it's so important. We're never really taught how to eat, and that's such a simple concept. So my one tip that I wish everybody would be able to follow is just learning how to balance their plate. And what that looks like to me is having a source of carbohydrate, hopefully one that contains fiber. So this can be any kind of whole grain product like brown rice or even any vegetable, and that would be your carbohydrate. Then having a good source of protein, preferably lean protein, let's say salmon for this example. So we have our carbohydrate, we have our protein, and then our, our um, fat, and that's gonna be the flavor, in my opinion. So that can be a drizzle of olive oil or avocado oil that goes over the, the salmon, or that can be a nice serving on the side of some olives, or um, anything that you think of that's gonna add flavor to your meal, that's most likely gonna contain a little bit of fat. But that is extremely important because it helps to absorb all of our fat-soluble vitamins. So we need that to balance our plate. That's just It's one thing that, again, we're never really taught how to eat. And it can be a completely simple thing that once you get into the habit of doing it, you don't even have to think about it anymore. So filling your plate, making it balanced.
0: So for a guy like myself, uh, big fan of my dairy. I I really don't want to go more than a day without cheese. So how would you suggest somebody like me making these small changes to uh, hopefully one day create a new habit of balancing the plate?
1: I think that dairy can be a good component of your plate. So I would say that that falls in that fat category. No, it's going to provide some flavor. I like to think of it as just that, as more of a side instead of being a larger component of your plate. But I think it perfectly fits on your plate. So I don't think you would have to make a lot of choices. It's just about learning about those other components to help balance it out. Again, making sure you have a good source of fiber, a good source of protein. Um, Obviously, dairy overlaps with protein as well, but typically I think of it as a little bit of a fat.
0: Wonderful. Sounds like we're already one step in the right direction. (laughs) When it comes to sourcing your fish through City Pier Seafood, what would you say your favorite dish to make would be?
1: Mmm... I love fish tacos. I think they're one of the most versatile dishes that you can make. Uh, so many different ways to prepare them, but the way that I typically do it, on the stove I like to choose a white and meatier fish. So I really like using City Pierre's Cod, it's my favorite. And I'll just saute it lightly in a little bit of oil or butter make it really nice and hot, and the key is I heat the oil and put in a little bit of a chipotle seasoning so it has some kick to it. But I like to balance that kick out with either a mango and pineapple salsa that I serve on top of it, or I'll do like a broccoli, carrot, cabbage slaw with a little bit of Greek yogurt in place of the mayo to kind of mild out the spice from the chipotle. Um, or I'll even do like a tzatziki sauce with a little bit of garlic, fresh herbs, really refreshing. So I, I love to serve that fish in variety of ways. And it's one of my staples.
0: It sounds like a very bright yet simple dish. Um, and what, what's the turnaround look like on something like that? I was just gonna
1: like say, that? it's one of the fastest meals. I can have those ready in 10 minutes.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah any last minute, you're in a pinch.
1: Exactly. These tacos
0: sound good. Hopefully you'll let us all know next time you're serving them up, and <laughs> we would love to try some. I think in my experience, uh, part of having good balanced nutrition is getting aside and away from being a picky eater. So, do you have any suggestions for moms or dads out there who are cooking for someone who might be a little more picky than themselves?
1: Yeah, I would say in my experience, I've just seen parents turn mealtime into such an event. And as hard as it is, trying to remove the stress from the mealtime just creates a different eating environment. Kids can definitely read the energy. So knowing if parents are stressed, the kid is probably going to be more stressed. So trying to reduce the stress around a mealtime, that would be number one. And then just removing the expectation that they need to try every new food that you're offering. It's Most beneficial if parents are modeling these good behaviors, even like chewing skills, chewing with your mouth closed, clearing your plate after the meal, your kid is more likely to follow. So if you're exposing them to these new foods and you're eating them or their sibling is eating them or their friend is eating them, they're probably more likely to try it. And if that doesn't really work, we can encourage them, but gently. And our recommendation really is put it either on a plate near their meal, not putting it on their plate directly, and if they're willing to take a bite, that's great. If not, just encouraging them to kind of explore that new food. Do they want to just touch it? Do they want to smell it? Can they even lick it or kiss it? So those are some fun things that you can try and just that continued exposure, don't give up. Like if it's one day you offer it, they're not interested, continuing to offer it because they're more likely to try it once they see it multiple times
0: I love it so instead of taking that approach of hey this is what is on your plate tonight and this is what's for dinner it's really just giving them that option if you want to have the opportunity to experience something new options here if not you can continue eating what's on your plate exactly
1: if they refuse it move on don't make a big deal out of it
0: that's great What ways could you suggest for folks to add more seafood into their diets and just overall lifestyle?
1: Sure, I think if if you're not familiar to eating or incorporating seafood into your diet, starting small. So take a base dish that you might have weekly, like a chicken stir fry, and then replace it with some seafood, throw in some shrimp or some scallops, something that's gonna be more mild, but you'll be able to taste a little bit of a difference, but it's already a preferred dish. So I think incorporating it into meals that are already part of your staples are great. And then even exploring new meals, new recipes, new food items, keeping an open mind. But I think as far as a lifestyle, you know, it's something that we can have this serving at least two to three times a week. And I think when you are incorporating it, it just it's it's a healthy lean protein. So that's gonna support a healthy lifestyle in general.
0: All right, Nora, let's wrap up this episode with some fun rapid fire questions. So not a lot of time to think. You ready?
1: I'm nervous.
0: <laughs> I think you got this. So we're going to start off with what is the best advice you've ever gotten?
1: Jeez. I think that you can't control other people's choices or actions, but you can control your response.
0: What is the craziest thing you've ever done?
1: Gone skydiving and canyoning in New Zealand. Incredible.
0: Incredible. If you could have an unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be?
1: Uh, Iced decaf Americano.
0: That is a very specific thing. (laughs) I like it. What are three items that you would bring to you on a deserted island?
1: Assuming my husband is already there, I would bring a hammock, peanut butter, and my dog.
0: Great choices. (laughs) What sport would you play if you were in the Olympics? Tennis. What's something you wouldn't do even if you were offered $5 million to do it?
1: Never listen to music again. That would be too tough.
0: That would be difficult. All right. Trip to outer space or to the bottom of the ocean? What one and why?
1: This is so tough. I would say the bottom of the ocean because I think you could see so many cool things on the way down, but the bottom's pretty dark, right?
0: I think it's pretty (laughs) dark down there. Um, Space also is pretty dark. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I would want to go up to space. That way we could just, you know, prove it. Okay, it is round. So, you know. All right, if you could have a dinner and a conversation with anyone, this could be someone alive today or alive many years ago, who would that be?
1: Michelle Obama.
0: And why Michelle Obama?
1: I just think she's interesting. She's done a lot of really great things, especially for kids' nutrition, so I would love to speak with her.
0: All right, to wrap things up here, Nora, what is the weirdest fact you know?
1: That you absorb more of the nutrients from your meal just by looking at it. So not eating a distracted meal.
0: Okay, I think you just stumped everyone in the room here. Uh, that is officially the weirdest fact I know. And I think I can speak for a couple others as well. Nora, I just wanted to say thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on this first episode of Peer to Peer. To our listeners, want to say thank you to you as well for stopping in and having a listen today. And we are very much looking forward to seeing you on our next episode.